On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got to have Brendan Bannister back on the podcast. We talked all about uh, some of the different trends that are going on. Uh, we talked about how uh, 99% of brands are potentially in the e-com space, are potentially headed towards bankruptcy if they do not fix some core issues. And we talked about what those core issues were and how to fix them. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid-seven-figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, How about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post-iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now, on to today's episode. Are you an e-commerce founder or marketing leader struggling to get new offers or creative and copy to test fast enough in your ad accounts? Do you feel like your ad campaigns are falling flat and not generating the results that you actually need this year? The pain of not being able to effectively test and optimize your ad campaigns can lead to tons of missed sales and a huge amount of lost revenue, but we've created a solution. Introducing the Viral Offer Bundle from Upgrowth Commerce. For just $99, you're going to receive 10 highly engaging image creatives, 30 scroll-stopping headlines, 30 captivating ad copy variations, and 30 ad descriptions. These powerful tools are going to help you quickly test and optimize your ad campaigns to get the best results possible. Do not miss out on another sale. Visit www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer to buy today and then start seeing that relief from your ad campaign pain. Again, that's upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I am joined by a previous guest, from Secrets to Scaling, I mean, it, it's bound to happen, guys, in 400 and whatever, 50 episodes or whatever this one is here. Uh, it's bound to happen where we're going to bring back people who, uh, you know, really had a lot to say uh, on the podcast. And I'm really looking forward to having this conversation today. Without further ado, uh, Brendan Bannister, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand again. Thank you, sir. It's good to be back. Absolutely. Um, so for people who, you know, didn't listen to the previous episode, people who uh, don't know anything about you, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. So uh, I am the CEO and founder of a new research and development organization for e-commerce called Natura Labs. And um, we basically help brands solve problems and execute as fast as they possibly can, amongst a lot of other things, which we might get into. Awesome. Research and development. Why the frick do e-com brands need that? (laughs) You know, I'm sure a lot of people look and they're like, they look at, you know, sort of some of the, you know, different things out there. And it's like, okay, so, so say I'm going to spend, you know, five or 10 grand on R&D versus five or 10 grand on meta. Why would I want to, to look at R&D? Well, because if your ads aren't converting, you need to know why they're not converting, right? You have to have some methodology and study and understand, okay, um, if, if I have a really high cost per acquisition or my ads aren't converting, my messaging is not working, you need to understand why 
So is it my messaging? Yeah. Is it my offer? Is it my price? Is it my creative? You know, what is it? So we kind of take yeah. a really scientific approach to it and isolate variables and solve those problems that we can improve the microsystems of the brand, such as, you know, meta ads. Cool. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Um, let's get into one of the conversations that we were having, uh, you know, before we started recording. And I really wanted to make sure that we you know, started this because it's a really great conversation. We were talking about, you know, the, the amount of brands that you look at and how, you know, 99% of them, and I don't know if that percentage is right, uh, are headed towards bankruptcy. What, why is that? Let's, let, let's sort of, I'd love to, you know, set the alarm first. And, and, and I'm really hoping that there is a solution to this because if that's actually the case, that's really, really sad for our industry and sad for a lot of founders. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if it's sad or, or more so that this game is really, really tough. You're, you're, you're playing, we're playing a game with some of the best marketers in the entire world, right? And with the online era and all this stuff, you know, more brands are popping up, more drop shippers. You know, it's the competition is just getting harder, and you can't expect every single brand to win. You can't ever expect every single marketer to win. So, I don't think it's necessarily that 99% of brands are going towards bankruptcy. I think it's 99% of brands are playing a very, very, very challenging game that they kind of just, you know, jumped in the deep end. They don't, they might not necessarily understand the complexities of, of the game they're playing. And that's why I think it's, you know, there's a lot of competition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into some of those complexities. What, what are they? What, you know, what are the complexities that maybe brands don't even realize that they, that they aren't seeing? Where to focus? I mean, I'm sure you've heard this a lot, you know, it's, it's kind of a joke we throw around the marketing, but you know, this shiny object syndrome, right? So, oh, my Facebook yeah. ads aren't working. Let's try Google. Oh, my Google ads aren't working. Let's try TikTok. Oh, TikTok's not working. Let's try Bing. And it's like, no, 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 there's a reason why these platforms aren't working. We got to focus on that and stop looking for the shiny object. You know, a new agency comes around and says, oh, I can run your ads better. Someone else comes around, I can run your ads better. And it's like, wait a minute, if A, B, and C have failed, there's got to be a reason for that. So we got to slow down mm. and focus on solving the micro problems that these brands have. And so what are some of those problems that you're seeing? Like there's, there's got to be a, you know, across a lot of them, there's got to be, you know, besides just focus, there's got to be you know, a string that we're kind of seeing across these brands, what are you seeing uh, that you were able to actually take some action on? Sure. So I like to preface and say like at, at our industry, we focus on brands that are probably in the 2 million to $25 million run rate. Like that's our bread and butter. So within okay. those brands, kind of like the smaller ones that are just coming out and evolving, um, one of the, the several big things, right? Creative messaging. I think that's a huge one. The creative and the messaging is kind of like the bottom of the pyramid of the triangle that feeds the rest of the brand, your emails, your, you know, your SMS, your ad copy, your landing yeah. pages and things like that. And um, a lot of people just, you know, write basic messaging, throw it on a landing page, throw it in creatives, and they don't, they haven't figured out to, or they don't, you know, necessarily integrate direct response marketing into it. So it's not speaking to the customer in the right way. And because of that, the creatives are not converting. Mm, mm, gotcha. So, so you think that that's the bottom part of the pyramid that, and, and I mean, if, if that's true, and we're actually thinking about that as a foundational piece, a lot of brands have that wrong. How in the world though, do they, you know, do they get to the place where they know that that's actually hitting? Well, I think you'd start to see improvements over time, right? If, if, you know, you're, you're testing five different types of copy on, on Facebook ads or meta ads, whatever you want to call it, and then five aren't working. And then you work with you work with some messaging, you know, you really sit and, and you know, ask some questions, go to the deeper, you know, start talking about the features of the product and the benefits of the product, you know, how it's going to improve someone's life. And you take that copy and apply it on Facebook and your CPA is dropped by 20, 30%. Then you see progress. And it's really just about understanding that it's a bunch of mini wins that, you know, add up totally. to a big win. And it's, you know, over yeah. time, improving over time and systematically and scientifically isolating and learning from what you're testing that way you you know don't make the same mistakes over again and if you zoom out on a long enough time frame you know you'll be 
gradually improving everything for the, your messaging, your creatives, your conversion rate, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, Brendan, I want to just go on a tangent here for one sec when we were talking about meta. Um, and this is like literally nothing to do with e-com guys, but, you know, to do with the future. Uh, do you think it was a big mistake, uh, meta, making that big change uh, and really focusing on the metaverse? Oh, man, that's a deep question. I actually think it's a brilliant, I think it's a brilliant strategy. And I think it's the only path forward because he's out of retail, retail space on Instagram, um, on Facebook. Uh, I mean, WhatsApp doesn't have too much monetization in it. So he doesn't have any more real estate. That's why cost per acquisition is rising because the competition is there. More brands are entering. So if you don't have any more real estate, what do you do? You make more real estate. How do you make totally. more real estate? You make the metaverse. And I think, yeah. I, I think that's Zuck. I mean, don't get, don't bet against Zuck, but I think the metaverse is, or his metaverse is where he's building to have more real estate because he needs more space to sell ads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a really, really great point. Um, let's, let's talk about this year uh, in advertising. Uh, what do you see happening as far as uh, CPA, CPMs, all of that in, uh, in meta? So I focus mainly on Google, uh, just to preface that, like Google's my, my oh, awesome. platform, but I think zooming out and, and, and kind of looking at it, um, and the, seeing the chitter, the chitter and chatter on, on Twitter, um, you know, there's all these, you know, people going back and forth about bid caps and all these type of correct, correct uh, bidding strategies and stuff. But I think it's more about the creative and more about systematic uh, approaches. When I say systematic, it means like you have to be intentional and you have to um, learn from, you know, test A, implement test B, implement, and then not redo the same mistakes. And I think mm. media buying is becoming much more simplified across the board. And it's really just optimizing for artificial intelligence and consolidation. And it's more about what you plug and play into that, you know, less about, yeah. you know, just putting a basic static image in there. Like there has to be intention behind it. There has to be creativity. There has to be, you know, hooks and, and, you know, all these thumb stopping things on there to, to call to actions and whatnot. And I think that's, you know, a big focus that's going to help, you know, stand out above the competition and decrease your CPMs and CPCs and whatnot, as well as website optimization and CRO. I've noticed a lot of CRO come up in 2023. Um, because it's, you know, two pieces of the puzzle. You got the ad side, and then you have the website side and improving the website totally. helps the ads convert better. Let's move over to Google because I'd love to have a conversation around, around this right now. Um, Performance Max, you know, it's been around for about a year-ish. I mean, it feels like about a year. I'm trying to think <laughs> since it's been around. <laughs> Where are you seeing things going uh, with Performance Max? Uh, and just a, a bit of a caveat, I, I have had multiple people come on here and talk specifically about Performance Max. I had Qasem Aslam come on. Uh, we talked all about, Yeah, I would probably call him a bit of the quote unquote expert, not 100% sure whether I believe some of his tests or not um, that he's run. Um, and he also is a very strong voice uh, in here. So um, yeah, where are you at with, uh, with Google's AI and Performance Max? Well, at, at the start, I think performance max for, for my clients was was doing really well, and I think the um, the performance of it has dropped a little bit. Um, and actually, currently, there's a bug in performance max where it doesn't even tell you what ads to optimize. You know, used to you just go in there and add all add in all the the, the ads, the headlines, the images, the videos, and it'd say, okay, this is poor performing, this is good performing, this is best performing. Yeah. Right now, there's it's been broken since the holidays or something and it's across yeah. all my accounts. So I don't really know what's going on with that, but so it's pretty hard to optimize performance max right now because you don't know what's actually working and what's not working at, at the, at the, uh, the creative level. So that's interesting. Uh, but again, it's more just like optimization and, and consolidation and allowing the algorithms space to breathe and, you know, having un uncapped the budgets and, you know, feeding it the traffic from Facebook. So it has more learnings and just letting it kind of get this, like a snowball, right? Like you got to get it up to speed and then once it starts snowballing, totally. Uh, but then when you start, I've noticed when you drop top of funnel spend, uh, performance max kind of pulls back, which is to be expected, but 
Totally. I mean, you have to look at those two together so much, right? Like, I, I think one of the issues that, you know, has happened in uh, in 2022 is now we have incredible data sources, right? So we've got all of these like great third party analytics tools that we, you know, that we're able to look at. The problem with some of those third party analytic tools, like, and, you know, Triple Whale, absolutely love them. Great sponsor of the podcast here. The issue with them is that if you're looking so granular at those ads, right, you realize that, Pmax is if you're running Pmax and Meta together, Pmax is taking most of of the attribution, especially you know cross platform attribution. Did those customers come from Pmax? All, all of them? Absolutely not. Of course not. <laughs> they they saw you here. They saw you here. They saw you here. Um, and so that that's something I just want to caution people. Sometimes an overabundance of of some of this data may actually be telling you wrong. Uh, maybe actually giving you wrong insights to start turning uh, ads off. And that's why I love looking at top of funnel metrics when I'm looking at um, at ads uh, and then seeing afterwards sort of where they go. Anyway, bit of a tangent there. Brandon, let's get back to uh, brands that are in trouble right now. What are you seeing in those brands that are, are sort of headed towards bankruptcy? What are they doing? And and then uh, on the other side, what are brands that are that are not headed, that are you know headed for, for greener pastures? What are they doing? So I'd say the brands that are heading towards bankruptcy, they don't have any strategy in what they do. They don't have any strategy in product launches. They don't have any strategy in in longevity of the brand, longevity of the customer. They don't nurture them. They don't listen to them. They don't take, you know, feedback from them. So how they can improve the brand, what products they can make. They don't talk to their clients and they're almost like just chasing the revenue metric of uh, the, the vanity metric of revenue. Because back in you know, mm. 2019 and maybe early 2020, when these companies were selling, you know, they had massive revenue numbers and they would get three, four, five, six, seven, eight X multiples. And then they weren't even that profitable. I think a lot of brands kind of like went full fledged into 2020, 2021, 2022, expecting to just, you know, do 25 million in revenue and get, you know, exit for $70 million. And it's like, wait a minute, no, because, you know, cost of capital has gone way up, the well is dry. And I'm not gonna, they're not going to give you any more money if you don't have, you know, lifetime value, true lifetime value of the customer. So that's on like the the bad side where they're just kind of, you know, it's it's going to work, it's going to work, it's going to work. It's like, no, it's not going to work because you haven't figured out why it's not working yet. So chasing that white rabbit, it's not going to get you where you want to go. And then you have the companies that are, you know, doing really good and they're focused strictly on longevity. You know, their lifetime value, their product launches, their product development is on a whole nother level. And they're not playing a game of one-year exit, two-year exit. They're playing a game of yeah. five, 10-year exits because I want to build a billion-dollar brand. And the customers show it. You know, you have return customer rates of 50, 60%. And that to me is a brand that is going to mature from a DTC thing, a DTC brand to a massive organization at some point. Mm, absolutely. That's really, really great insight. Uh, Brendan, before we get to the question that I ask uh, everyone, Ed, any other insights that you have for brands that are struggling uh, right now that are, that are looking at their, their bank account thinking, oh man, I don't know how I can go one more month or two more months or you know, they've got a, a very short runway. What do you have to say to those brands? Oof, that's, a, that's a deep question. Again, I would say take a step back, really analyze the systems of your brand, meaning Facebook, uh, Google, email, website, look at it, look at it, look at who's giving you the recommendations of where to spend money, where to allocate capital, what to do, and question the monetary incentives behind their decisions. So are the people that are guiding you, guiding you in the best interest of you or the best interest of themselves? And I think that's where independent, unbiased research comes into play, where you can work with outside organizations to analyze and audit your, your brand, all the systems of it, and get research and feedback from them that is not incentivized to 
you know, at, at their level. It's, you know, independent. It's not mm. to drive revenue for that organization. And I think that's an important thing because, you know, in the era that we're in right now, there's a lot of people that are popping up on, on Twitter, on YouTube and all these things that are gurus and they're faking screenshots and they're doing all this shady black hat stuff that's coming to the e-com. And there's a lot of negligence and malicious behavior in the industry right now. And I don't think a lot of people understand it or realize it yet because they just don't know. Um, totally. so just, you know, pay attention and, and, and be due diligent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, you know, if you ever are, you know, wondering about somebody in the space, uh, Brendan and I both have great BS detectors when it comes to this stuff. Um, you know, who's actually doing this stuff and who's not. <laughs> so uh, feel free to reach out to either one of us on Twitter or uh, or LinkedIn um, to see like, hey, you know, is this person actually telling me the truth? Um, because yes, there are so many people out there that uh, are are absolutely faking it. Um, and interestingly, I just don't believe in in running, uh, especially a personal brand uh, like that. It, there's one thing that you have, and that's your reputation, right? Well that's said, the, well the one thing you can't buy, right? Is your reputation. You also so, can't fake yeah, a screenshot. Really, really important to you know change your reputation. So well, well said, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, uh, Brennan. Uh, I'm going to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast: What is your secret to scaling? Ooh, systematic thinking, meaning. Think slowly and think from point A to point B and just getting to point B makes sense from looking at point A. And if I want to get to point D, how do I get there? Because I can't just jump straight there. I have to systematically and methodologically, I can't even say it, (laughs) get to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Can you break down exactly what that, what does that look like, that systematic thinking comparatively to to non-systematic thinking? Okay. So for example, we could talk about like creatives, you know, if, if I want to scale a brand, a lot of guys are like, a lot of people might say, okay, I'm just going to make a hero video and the hero video is going to take me to Valhalla. But no, you have to systematically approach that creative and say, I need a hero video, top of funnel. I need middle of funnel. I need bottom of funnel. I need static ads. So systematically looking what's involved in getting to Valhalla or getting to that point I want to get to. It's not just one solution. It's a bunch of micro wins that add up to that, that, you know, final win. That's what I call systematic thinking. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for breaking that down. Uh, Brendan, I got three more questions for you. I hope that you are ready. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, first question for you, uh, favorite tool or app that you're using these days? Can I pick two? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, the first one is Motion App. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's uh, motionapp.com. And what it does is it plugs into your Google and your Facebook and it looks at all of your creative and they give you tons of tons of tons of reports and you can sort them by top funnel, bottom of funnel, middle funnel. You can look at view rate, click through rate, CPCs, all that stuff. So you can look at your creative month over month or however, whatever window you want to look at it. And then yeah. look at your top performing ads, turn off the bottom ones, but also make iterations of those top performing ads or make new creative yeah. based off those top performing ads. Um, and the second one is Varos, which came out recently. And Varos is an industry benchmarking uh, application. So you can you know, connect your Shopify, you connect your, you can connect Amazon, uh, Clayview, Facebook, Google, all these apps. And it compares it across 3,000 different brands. And you can break it down by industry. You know, you can go to like skincare, you can go to like automotive, you can go down based cool. on ad spend. And it shows you where yours, your, your, uh, your data ranks in the industry. And it's a great idea of like looking at benchmarks, you know, okay, I need to improve this or I'm excelling in this and all that stuff. So I think that's a really useful tool to just kind of like understand, you know, uh, where you lie in the game. Cool. Cool. That's great. Two great tools. Guys, remember that anything that we talk about in these podcasts, we will put into the show notes. So please go check those show notes out. We have all sorts of links. We have great sponsor links down there as well for um, deals on uh, any of the sponsors uh, that are uh, on the podcast. Um, second question for you, Brendan, favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Oof, I'm actually not reading an audiobook. I'm not listening to an audiobook. I'm actually reading a book right now. Um, oh, okay. Tell me about that one. 
uh, yeah, I actually just bought um, Discipline is Destiny by Dis Des uh, Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday. I haven't opened it yet, but it just showed up, so that's going to be an interesting one. Is that a new one from him? Yeah, it came out in September, and he's a okay. fantastic author. I've read read all of his books, but it's a new one. You know, talking about discipline, and I think discipline is what everyone needs on on a high level to succeed, especially in e commerce. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, guys. If you haven't checked out any Ryan Holiday books, uh, go down that rabbit hole. That'll take you the next uh, few months to to get through those. So, <laughs> depending on how fast uh, you are a listener or a reader, so <laughs> um, absolutely great books. Uh, Brendan, last question for you. Uh, you just found out you have a year to live. What what changes? <laughs> Nothing. You're, keep you're doing, happy. Keep, I keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, rage, raging is the dying of the light. <laughs> I'll probably be more Love creative. It. I need to uh, take more photos, but I haven't been haven't been taking as many photos as I used to because of you know working. But uh, that's what would change. I'd be more creative. What would you do? <laughs> awesome. What would, you do? Uh, what would I do? Uh, yeah. I would. Uh, I'd probably have other people running my ecom brands. Um, I'd probably set my family up a little bit better with some of our Airbnb stuff that we have, mm. and then I would just spend all my time with my fam. There you go. Because. That's I got three three great little kids that I, I already am able to spend tons of time with. I'd probably stop the podcast, unfortunately, because this <laughs> takes up a lot of my time. Probably so more priorities there. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, sorry guys. Uh, if I ever get that diagnosis, I'm I'm done. <laughs> Brendan, thanks so much for uh, for coming on, uh, for asking me a couple questions, for us having just a great conversation back and forth. Uh, where can people connect with you and find out more about how you can help them uh, with some of their research and development needs? And, and helping them not go through bankruptcy. Yeah, so you can find uh, Natura Labs on online at naturalabs.io. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, and then my personal Twitter is uh, C-U-Never. It's spelled C-S-E-E-U-Y-O-U-N-V-R. Or just search my name on Twitter, Brendan Bannister. You'll find me. Awesome, guys. And again, I'll make sure to put that uh, link uh, in the show notes as well um, so that you guys can follow along there. Brendan, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, I appreciate it. It's always a fun time. Hey guys, if you're looking to scale your e-commerce brand, you need tips and strategies from people who have actually done it. Stop reading those newsletters written by marketers who have only ever spent founders' hard-earned money and start reading from the perspective of seven and eight-figure founders. That's why we're launching the Secrets to Scaling newsletter to give you real, actionable advice from founders with firsthand experience. Get the latest strategies from ad campaigns, budgeting, wholesale, partnerships, and so much more. Sign up for our beta for free at secrets.upgrowthcommerce.com. Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.